0: Welcome back to Boozy Bracketology, where we are the home of strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions. My name is Jeff, and I'll be your host, and that is we finish out the second round of our matchups that will be moving on to the Sweet 16. We're making our way around Walt Disney World, and we will definitively decide by the end of this who has earned the title Best Disney World Attraction. Now, at this point, you know him, you love him. They're back with me again, your Disney files, and let's find out how they're doing and what they're drinking. Up first tonight, we've got Steven with us. Steven, how are you doing and what is in your glass?
1: Well, I'm going back to my roots with a Diet Coke. Uh, It's going to keep me steady here. Quick programming note for people that are going to continue to listen to this episode. Uh, There are times where I'm going to have to uh, refer to Muppets Vision 3D, but the words that will come out of my mouth will be Star Tours. So anytime you hear me say Star Tours, I mean Muppets Vision 3D. I just cannot bring myself to say it or recognize that reality after this point.
0: Very good, very good. Steven lives in a different dimension, and it is not Muppet Vision 3D. After that, we've got Nikki. Nikki, how are you doing tonight? And what's in your glass?
2: I'm doing pretty good. I I would have liked to have my favorite Topo Chico, but I'm out. Um, So I have this Aldi's brand from Aldi's. It's Belle V, which Mike did tell me means beautiful wife. So I like it so much better now. But I'm going to do this fancy...
3: Ooh. Oh, oh, I did one. it. I did
2: it. Yeah. OK, so, yeah, you could hear it on the microphone. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just an original sparkling water and a lovely blue can.
3: I love that you show it to the camera every time when you're talking <laughs> about your water.
2: I have been. I mean, I figure eventually I'm just going to do
1: infomercials. Right. So. Ah.
0: Very good. Very good. Got to go. Can't go wrong with all these at all. After that, we've got Marissa. Marissa, how are you doing tonight, and what are you drinking?
4: I'm doing fine, and I'm going to continue on with the Battle of the the Hard Seltzers. And this time, I've got a Tangerine White Claw. So let's see how it stacks up to the Truly Black Cherry, which was quite delicious.
2: Ooh, that was a good one, too.
0: Uh, as we all practice our can cracks tonight. Oh, this is... <laughs> This has not gone well. Oh, no. What is that face?
4: I don't know. It's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a rousing review for the White Claw. (laughs) Can't wait for their sponsorships to start rolling in. All right. Well, after that, we've got Mike. Mike, how are you doing tonight? And what have you brought for
3: us tonight? I'm doing good. Speaking of uh, Aldi's, this is actually a beer that Nikki picked up for me when she was at Aldi's. Uh, I love Aldi's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is the Hopping Nomad IPA. It's actually a session uh, IPA. So it's much uh, significantly lower in ABV than uh, what I normally drink. But uh, we are recording this on a Monday night. So I thought maybe it was apropos. It's out of Juan, um, Juan, I just looked at it, Juan Naki, Naki, or Juan Naki, Wisconsin. So. But it is a very delicious Session IPA. There's
0: that pop. I can time it now. It's so it's so, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. And rounding out our group of five tonight, we've
5: got Joel back with us. Joel, how are you doing? And what is in your glass? I'm apparently doing better than Stephen, who has salt on the rim of his Diet Coke. <laughs> Uh, better than Marissa, who is drinking a Sour Patch Kid. And uh, better than Nikki and Mike, who are trying to get us an Aldi sponsorship. And uh, I am, my liver is currently absorbing copious amounts of Screwball.
0: Very good, very good. Well, and I think I did not mention it in our last show, but I also have a drink. As if you couldn't tell. Uh, <laughs> But I've actually busted out my old bottle here of Monkey's Shoulder, a blended malt scotch whiskey, uh, and found out that there's a reason I put it back up there, and that's because it is way too easy to drink. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. We'll find out later if that comes into any sort of play whatsoever, because we have got some votes to make. Our first region tonight is going to be in Hollywood Studios. Our first matchup is going to be our number one seed, Rise of the Resistance, versus our number eight seed of Muppet Vision 3D. After that, we're going to have to make a decision on Tower of Terror, our fifth seed, versus our number four seed, Smuggler's Run. After that, we've got our three seed of... Nope. After that, <laughs> we've got our six seed of Rock and Roller Coaster, battling it out against our our three seed of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And wrapping up, the Hollywood Studios region is our number seven seed, Toy Story Midway Mania versus the number two seed of Slinky Dog Dash. Starting out our votes in our first matchup is Steven. We've got Rise of the Resistance versus Muppet Vision 3D.
1: This is actually a tougher matchup than uh, you would think it would be off the Um Because one of these is the newest, greatest, most wonderful thing, and the other one is iconic to the park. It's iconic to the childhood. Every time that I remember ever going to Hollywood Studios or MGM, I've gone on Star Tours. But <laughs> that's something, and I'm going to keep going on Star Tours. Every time I single go there. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's 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 weird. It's old. I've seen it a bajillion times. I'm still always always going to go on Star Wars, but Rise of the Resistance is it's a level onto itself. It, it's a whole new. It's an experience. It is like I look forward to being in the queue for that thing, both because it's very hard to get into the queue for that thing, and because it's an amazing immersive experience that shows. Why Disney is the king of theme parks? Because it has amazing immersive experiences, and Rise of the Resistance is the best one of those. So, yes, I'm gonna get you every time. I'm gonna move down as far in the aisle as I can because that's the patriotic thing to do every time I go to see Star Wars. But Rise of the Resistance gets my vote.
0: And Rise of the Resistance picks up the first vote. Nikki
2: you know, I have no regrets about Muppet Vision 3D over Star Tours. I like Muppet Vision 3D. It's great. All the Muppets. Miss Piggy is an icon. Who doesn't want to see them? Yes. Is it, is it Disney? Maybe not. They own them and they never really knew what to do with them. Sure. But it's a great 3D little show. I enjoy it every time. And you know what? I'm going to watch it every time. I like Muppet Vision 3D over Star Tours. So that being said... Rise of the Resistance is the better ride. I really wish I could actually experience it besides not virtual because I can never get on it, but I can't in good conscience vote for Muppet Vision 3D over Rise of Resistance just because of that, because it obviously is the better ride. And I do hope that I will get to actually experience it um, live rather than virtual. Um, but yes, Rise of the Resistance gets my vote, but Muppet Vision 3D is a good ride show whatever you
0: want to call
2: it <laughs> attraction attraction there you go
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right the number one seed picks up its second vote we're over to marissa rise of the resistance versus muppet vision 3d
4: i regret nothing <laughs> muppet vision 3d 3G- 3d is so much better than star Wars, and that's you know it, because it makes me so sick i'm sorry But it doesn't stand a chance against Rise of Resistance. I haven't even ridden it, and I'm still going to give it my vote.
0: All right. Well, the ride no one's ridden has gotten its third vote and is moving on to the next round. Uh, But we need to first hear from Mike and Joel. Mike?
3: Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. And when we do... Hopefully, after that, we will be able to get on Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> but because because I Muppet Vision 3D, it's a great little show. It's it's fun to go uh, if you just happen to be have to wander a little bit off the beaten path and come across it when you're in Hollywood Studios. Uh, and there's not much of what you can walk. You know, as long as you're there for the showtime, you can just walk right in. It's not a big deal. Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, it's it's hard to get on, but there's a reason it's hard to get on because it is absolutely incredible. I mean, I can only speak virtually again. Like Nikki said, we've never been able to get on it, but it is absolutely just incredible from what I've seen. I think that it seems it, it marks a new achievement for, for Disney. From what I can tell, I think it is absolutely phenomenally immersive experience. Uh, and it definitely deserves to move on here.
0: And rise of the resistance picks up its fourth vote. Joel. Hi, ho Kermit the frog here.
5: Um, (laughs) I, if it were up to me, uh, it, which my vote is, um, I would honestly go with Muppet 3D. Uh, just because of the nostalgia of it for me, it's it's something that I enjoy. Uh, and mainly because I think Disney really screwed up with the queue and the whole way that they're doing the ride system of Rise of the Resistance. I think it's not fair. I think someone's found a way to hack it because... They open it up at 7 a.m., and I'm hitting refresh at 6.59, and it goes from not open, not open, all the tickets are done. Literally that quick, uh, and it just pisses me off. So I don't want Rise to go ahead. That being said, this is the best Walt Disney World attraction, and i got to admit, the technology, the whole immersive experience of all of a sudden your your cargo ship gets taken, and now you're in the uh rebel alliance and all that kind of stuff that that's a whole much better ride to me so i hate it but i gotta give it a sweep to rise of the resistance
0: and the number one seed does get the sweep as we move on to our next matchup we've got the five seed tower of terror battling it out against the four seed of smugglers run up first we've got Nikki.
2: Yeah, this is I mean, this is a nostalgia pick for me. I mean, Smugglers Run um is fine and and you know, it's it's a new ride, but I just love Tower of Terror. I mean, I just have such great memories of it. Um yeah, maybe the Twilight Zone thing is a little outdated, but I think it's fun. So, Tower of Terror, it's iconic. That gets my vote.
0: And Tower of Terror picks up the first vote. Marissa?
4: I like Both of these rides. Um, Smuggler's Run for me is a dream come true. And I can pilot the Millennium Falcon if I get handed a pilot card. And being a pilot is difficult. It is hard. And I didn't give people enough credit when I first wrote it. um, Because if you have a bad ride, you have a, a bad pilot, you have a bad ride. And a short ride. And I think that's the thing that makes me a little angry is you can never get more than two Coaxium. I've heard people have gotten three. But can you get more? I don't know. I can't. That's for sure. Um, but Tower of Terror, I think they've just, it's so nostalgic. It's just incredible. Um, especially with how they've changed it to just randomize. Uh, so it's going to get my vote. Tower of Terror.
0: And just like that, Tower of Terror picks up its second vote.
3: Mike? Yeah, very similarly to what Marissa said. Uh, smugglers run. I mean, you get to go up in the Millennium Falcon, and that is just amazingly cool. And and again, if you're lucky, you get to pilot the Millennium Falcon. I think, but I do think that, that it is in a way, also, it can be... Its flaw is that it's a little too unforgiving. Your ride can be over too quickly if either you know, you are stuck with a bad pilot or if you just, if you yourself just are not a good pilot. Uh, and I think that that is, you know, it can have a tendency to diminish the experience just slightly, you know, you, yeah, you want that, but, uh, you want to go up there and, and feel like you're, you're there. But I, I, I do think that, and it gives it variability, but it, you don't know that you're always going to get the level of quality that you're hoping for. Whereas tower of terror, they throw in the variability, but regardless, you absolutely know you're going to get a quality ride. And the whole, I, I love the whole experience. I don't think the twilight zone thing is, maybe it's just cause I'm an old fart, but I don't think it's antiquated at all. I, I, I love it. I think it's great. I, it's, it's just so cool. It's like just, it's just that little bit of spooky, but it's mostly just fun. And, uh, and, you know, it's a Drop Tower, it's amazing. Uh, so I, I know it, I know it's early, and, but I'm giving Tower of Terror uh, its third vote.
0: And Tower of Terror does get the decisive third vote right out the gate. But we do still need to hear from Joel and
5: Steven. Joel? This is a tough one to me because both of these rides are different whenever you ride them. Tower of Terror randomizes the drops and the number and how far you drop and stuff. And Smuggler's Run can change every time, depending on who you have in there and stuff. And I think those are are some of the things that that, uh, made these rides stand out to make it to the second round. Um, However, that being said, I still kind of think as much as I like Smuggler's Run, uh, I agree that it will break my sciatica if we get the wrong pilot in there. And, you know, right as we're coming down World Drive, I always remember the Tower of Terror sign that's there with the the little twisting elevator shaft that's uh you know that's uh, uh simulating falling down and that's the big seller for that. So I think because of the height and the iconism of Tower of Terror, I've got to go with that.
0: And Tower of Terror picks up its fourth vote. Steven, will this be a sweep?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a his sleep here, because the truth about Smuggler's Run is, if that cockpit was not the Millennium Falcon cockpit, if it was a generic, you know, starship, no, none of us would give two hoots about it. It it would be, the ride would be too difficult, it would be too randomized, because you never know what you're going to get. Uh, It's too dependent on whoever happens to get sent to the pilot's card. Uh, Tower of Terror, though, is going to be incredible each and every time you ride it. you're not going to have any problems, and it's not relying on that nostalgia factor to for a hook. It's a better ride.
0: And we do get our second sweep of the region. Moving on, we've got the six seed of Rock and Roller Coaster up against the three seed of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Up first, Marissa.
4: I'm probably going to be the only vote for this, and people are going to disagree with me in every fashion, but I don't, I think the rock and roller coaster, it's a, it's a fine roller coaster. Uh, there are better ones, um, in Orlando. I don't know necessarily in the Disney parks, but definitely in the Orlando area. And I, I don't know. I just think it needs rethemed. It doesn't fit very well with the, um, the theme of Hollywood Boulevard in my opinion. Maybe it does. I don't know. I just don't. I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, I like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, It's fun. It's creative. I don't know. I give it my vote. I'm probably going to be the only one.
0: Well, we will find out, but Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway does get the first vote. Mike?
4: Well,
3: Okay. Yes. I spoke a tad negatively about the Mickey and Minnie character design in the previous episode. I it's, it's not my cup of tea. Uh, but I do think, I do think that there are a lot of aspects that the ride still has going for it. And, and I, I maybe undersold that a little bit, uh, last time, but it I, I will say that it's just, there's something about those character designs. It, it, it doesn't, it just doesn't gel with me. It's not what I, it's not, I don't even know what I would be looking for in a Mickey and Minnie ride, but that it's, that's just not it. But regardless, it does, it doesn't really matter because I love rock and roller coaster. I think it's just, I think it's a fantastic coaster. It's, it's got, it's got at least that one moment when you think, Oh, it's about to be over. And then it just kicks it up into high gear. And it's just, I, I think it's, you know, every now and then, yeah, you get a, you know, you'll get a little longer wait, even if you're in the single rider, but, uh, I think it's generally worth the wait because it's just such a fun coaster, and you wander onto it right off, right after you get on tower off a of tower Terror or do it the other way around. It doesn't matter, but uh, between the two, you're probably there for about one and a half hours, which isn't such a bad way to spend an hour and a half, uh, given that you can wait an entire hour and a half to to wait for uh, some of these rides. So I am voting for Rock and Roller Coaster,
0: and Rock and Roller Coaster picks up its first vote. Joel.
5: Uh, if any of you know, my daughter, I think, you know, how my vote is going to go. I got to disagree with Marissa on rock and roller coaster, not matching the theme. I mean, to me, uh, you know, all the, uh, all the big hair bands of skid row and, and that were playing all the, all the clubs over there, you've got, uh, Aerosmith in there along with, you know, the likes of, uh, guns and roses and, uh, you know, a lot of the big hair bands that, that is the LA sound and. And uh, the Hollywood kind of theme, I think, uh, matches that perfectly. Um, I do love Mickey and Minnie's. I'm not even going to try to say Runaway Railway right now. Um, (laughs) So I'm just going (laughs) to call it Mickey and Minnie's. Uh, I I do love that ride. I think it's a fun ride. I, I have to admit, the first time I rode it, it was the first time in a long time that I really had that wow factor. Of you know, wow! This is this was a cool ride that really pushed technology, and and now I love riding it to see all the little, uh, the little uh, uh, you know Easter eggs that are in there, that kind of stuff. But my God, the weight in the hot sun in that open courtyard is just absolutely miserable, and uh, and I can't beat the launch of Rock and Roller Coaster. I got to go with that. And Rock and Roller Coaster picks up its second vote.
1: Steven? Yeah, I was pretty down on Rock and Roller Coaster in the previous round, and I stand by everything I said there. Uh, I also mentioned in the previous rounds that uh, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway is the only one i hear that I haven't been on. I've done it virtually. I'm really excited to go on it. Uh, I'm very excited because I know I'll be wearing my It's a Wrap Greatest Movie Ride t-shirt. Um I do really, really anticipate going on Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. It looks incredibly fun. heard nothing but great things about it except for the line, which wraps around super long because of the COVID protocols right now. But, you know, maybe I'm still a little bit salty that I can't go on the Great Movie Ride the next time I go there. But I'm going to go ahead and cast my vote for the aerosmith rock and roller coaster because it is probably the best actual coaster in the disney parks and it does have a hell of a horizontal launch you gotta give it that at least so line's still too long i still stand by what i said before but uh going up against mickey and minnie's runaway Railway, right i'm gonna vote for aerosmith
0: and the rock and roller coaster does pick up its third vote but we still need to hear from Nikki.
2: Yeah, again, it's probably not fair because we all have our things, our our Disney memories that we just love. And for whatever reason, the Great Movie Ride is mine. I just, I I had to go on it sometimes two or three times. I just loved that. I don't know why they just didn't update it and make it, you know, a movie ride. I'm I'm glad that they have a Mickey and Minnie ride. Don't get me wrong. I think it was needed, but I just, I don't know why you had to take away Great Movie Ride. Um, But... You know, I am. I do think Mickey and Minnie is a really cool ride, and um, the technology is fantastic. Um, But I just I like Rock and Roller Coaster. I think it's really fun. I like Aerosmith, um, and I I agree with Joel. I think the LA sound and everything it fits in with the with the movie type Hollywood theme. Um, So it gets my vote.
0: And Rock and Roller Coaster picks up its fourth vote, moving it on to the Sweet Sixteen. Our final matchup in the Hollywood Studios region is the seventh seed of Toy Story Midway Mania versus the number two seed of Slinky Dog Dash. Up first, we got Mike.
3: Yeah, this is the Toy Story matchup. This is cool. I, uh, yeah, actually, I to me this one wasn't all that uh, difficult. Uh, both of the weights for these are roughly equal. They're they're a little long, and that kind of sucks. But you know what are you going to do? Uh, but what's the the better weight and what's more worth your weight when you get there to me is toy story midway mania i mean Slinky dog dash it's a cute little coaster it's fine but uh toy story midway mania is you know you're you're in there with all the toys and it's and you, and you get to play a fun little game too with the with the slingshots and as as i i said last or someone said last time uh in terms of the the toy story themed rack up points games. I think it's, I think it's better than the, the Buzz Lightyear one, even though I think maybe the Buzz Lightyear one gets a little more cred just because it's in Magic Kingdom. But uh, for me, this is definitely Toy Story Midway Mania.
0: And Toy Story Midway Mania does pick up the first vote here. Joel?
5: Yeah, I, I got to kind of agree with that. The, the weight to uh, uh, ride action enjoyment... Uh, is not there for Slinky dog Dash for me. Uh, i I really enjoy Toy Story Midway mania, mainly because uh, and I think we said this before, it's it's uh, it becomes a competition now, you know, uh, between uh, whoever's uh, going with you to disney and and uh, just like the Buzz Lightyear one. My wife and I always fight to see who has the higher score and bragging rights for the rest of the day uh so i gotta go with toy story as well midway mania and toy story midway mania picks up its
1: second vote as we go over to steven i always feel a little guilty about it because they went and built me this whole big toy story land with this like amazing theming and like there's a fence there and it feels like you're in andy's backyard and they put in these brand new rides and um the only thing I want to do is go on the one ride we had before they opened up the Toy Story area, and that's Midway <laughs> Madness. The Slinky Dog Coaster, it's it's entirely too short for that wait. The wait is outside. Uh, apparently, they still don't know that they're in Florida yet. Uh, it, it's, it's just not worth it. It's I've, I've ridden it twice. If I never rode Slinky Dog Coaster again, I could still die a happy man. Uh, But seeing the infuriating look on my fiancé's face when I best her yet again in a Midway Mania, that's worth the price of admission right there.
0: And Toy Story Midway Mania does pick up another vote. Nikki?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I don't have much else to say except, I mean, it's just Midway Mania is the better ride. It's more creative. Um, It's just a lot more fun. I mean, Slinky Dog Dash is, is a little coaster and it's fine. But. I feel like Midway Mania is a very creative ride. I love just being in line and waiting for it. I love seeing Mr. Potato Head (laughs) make his cheesy jokes. So I have to go with Midway Mania.
0: And Midway Mania picks up another vote. Marissa, will this be a sweep?
4: Uh, It's definitely a sweep. Uh, Midway Mania is so much fun. Um, Again, you can't help but compete against the person that you're riding with. Um, I mean, we shout out what uh animal we got while leaving the ride um you just have to Uh, it's like did i beat dad with the cat this time did i get a beaver um it's just it's so much fun and you know what i'd rather have instead of the toy story land is backlot tour give me backlot tour back toy story mania
0: and toy story midway mania does take the sweep moving it on the sweet 16 up next we'll be traveling over to the animal kingdom region where our first matchup is avatar flight of passage versus finding nemo the musical after that we'll have the animation experience battling it out against festival of the lion king up next we'll have cali river rapids versus the kilimanjaro safari and wrapping it all up for us is dinosaur versus expedition everest all right, our first matchup is Avatar Flight of Passage versus Finding Nemo the Musical. Our first panelist
5: will be Joel. All right. You know I'm an emotional sucker. I cried all the movies, and uh, and my anger towards Avatar Flight of Passage and their lack of consideration for those in the plus-sized industry uh, is uh, is something that I cannot get over. My vote is for Finding Nemo the Musical. Also wins my vote for best soundtrack, I think. Alright, the first vote goes to Finding Nemo the Musical. We're jumping
0: on over to Steven.
1: Well, I'm really glad you voted for Finding Nemo the Musical. Because now I don't even have to worry about giving it the sympathy vote. Because I generally do like it. But it's no Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage is so much fun. It's such a good simulation. Uh, really, they did a good job of making it feel like you're actually on the Banshee with the way, uh, you know, you can feel the inflating lungs between your legs. Uh, you can. It got just enough tilt that gives you a little bit of vertigo when you're swooping down. It's really a well-engineered experience that I absolutely love. And I'm one of those people that I am could not give two shits if I ever saw Avatar again. But I'd never want Flight of Passage to go away. That's uh, burn your Fast Pass. You know, like, buy your ticket six months in advance. Use your Fast Pass. Uh, just get there and ride it. It's so much fun. Uh, absolutely make time to see Finding Nemo the Musical. But Flight of Passage, that's the one I wait in line for. Finding Nemo the Musical, I just wait until I'm passing by it when a show's about to start.
0: All right, Avatar Flight of Passage picks up its first vote. Nikki.
2: You know, it's. I, I was thinking a little bit about Animal Kingdom, and back in 1998, when Animal Kingdom did first open, um, I lived in Tallahassee, Florida, and um, actually got to be there for a pre-opening, um, so I saw the Animal Kingdom in its truest form, which had, like, nothing there. <laughs> I mean, it had a tree and, like, a bug's life, and that was about it, so it was kind of cool just seeing like these two rides in animal kingdom. Now, um, avatar flight of passage and finding name of the musical. I just think these are both really high quality experiences. Um, and I'm just glad that animal kingdom is getting, um, such high quality rides. Uh, finding Nemo the musical to me is excellent. Um, I love seeing some kind of Broadway caliber, um, shows at, at a place like Disney where, you know, a lot of people don't have access to seeing those kind of shows, but having them there um, at Disney is fantastic. Uh, I am going to give my vote to Avatar Flight of Passage on this one. I think it's such a great ride, um, and I, I actually really like the Avatar movie. It's just a really cool experience. It really fits into the animal kingdom, um, but I do love finding the Nemo the musical, so this
4: was a hard one.
0: All right, Avatar: Flight of Passage picks up its second vote. Marissa,
4: yeah, and Finding Nemo the music is a musical. Uh, Finding Nemo the musical is is great. Um, it does give access to people who wouldn't maybe see Broadway shows, and let them experience that setting. But man, Flight of Passage is just absolutely incredible. Um, I know there are. A good amount of people who haven't been able to experience it because of rider restrictions, and that stinks because I don't think it needs to be as strict as it is. Um, and you know, it, this is Joe Rody's last hurrah here, Pandora. Um, I don't think he really did too much after that uh, before he retired. But um, it's just it, the whole world is incredible, and you just you can't beat the experience of flight of passage.
0: All right, Flight of Passage picks up another vote.
3: Mike? Yeah, I think that, uh, I do agree uh, that Finding Nemo the musical is really well done, and it's a nice uh, show to have there. But, yeah, Avatar Flight of Passage is just an incredible experience. Uh, I, I, you know, yeah, definitely the writer restrictions kind of suck, and I think they should probably relax those somewhat. Uh, but, but like, like Stephen said, like, I'm another person. I I don't really care if I ever saw the Avatar movie again, but I think that's because the experience of watching that movie was so unique the first time you did it because it truly was the the first time that I can remember where just 3D was done so incredibly well. And Avatar Flight of Passage is just like taking that and adding a ride onto it, and that's just awesome. So I'm going to give my vote to Avatar Flight of Passage as well.
0: All right, and Avatar Flight of Passage picks up its fourth vote. (laughs) Moving it on. To the Sweet Sixteen. Up next. We've got the number 12 seed. Of the Animation Experience. Battling it out against the four seed. Of Festival of the Lion King. Up first. We've got Steven.
1: This is truly. Like the toughest one for me. In the Animal Kingdom bracket. um, Because I am a person. That very early on like even as a kid i understood animation as an art form and i wanted to draw and i did a lot of drawing and sketching and if eight-year-old steven had had the chance to sit and learn from an actual animator how to draw something not just pick up one of those you can draw disney books that they used to sell everywhere and now it's kind of hard to come by if i had had that opportunity then that would have been the crowning achievement of my life. It might have been the first time I ever got a hard-on, honestly. That's that's how big it would have been to me. Um, that being said... It, mm, I really, really like the festival of Lion King. Lion King, great soundtrack. And this is a great display of that soundtrack. They have always had extremely talented singers... Uh, I love that they're bringing in the Broadway-style costumes. Where we're kind of using the surrealist interpretation of the animals. As much as I do love the fact that there are going to be kids my age that love Disney animation like I did, even that they're going to have that opportunity now. I, I think the better experience is still festival of the lion king so it's going to get my vote but almost begrudgingly so
0: all right and festival of the lion king picks up the first votes nikki
2: yeah and again this i i I don't know why i'm feeling like nostalgia towards animal kingdom but i just am um i when i worked for disney um, one of my, one of the shifts that I always had, um, was at Animal Kingdom. Um, I happened to work right next to the Festival of the Lion King because I happened to be friends with, uh, Timon a lot over there. And he was one of my favorite characters to play because he was so much fun. You could always do little, you know, fun movements and everything. So I loved, I loved being friends with Timon. Uh, that's what, being friends with Timon. Um, so he was my favorite character to, um, to do. And I actually did get to do, um, some rehearsals for Festival of the Lion King as part of my performance experience um, as Timon in that. I never did get to perform in it, um, but it was really cool to have those um, overnight experiences. So I have to go with Festival of the Lion King. It's so cool, all the stuff that goes into it. Um, and it, it is. It is a Broadway-esque kind of thing, um, but it has the acrobats, and it's just so good. So Festival of the Lion King has my vote.
0: And Festival of the Lion King picks up the second vote. Marissa?
4: Um, yeah, I'm kind of mad that we've never experienced the animation experience. Because <laughs> it seems like it would be a lot of fun. I feel like our kids would like it. Um, I'm not a great artist, but I think I would still enjoy learning from an, you know an art, a Disney animator. Um, but Festival of the Lion King is, it, is great. I'm not the biggest Lion King fan. Um, and you, everyone who listens to this and has listened to past Disney stuff knows that. Um, but this show is absolutely incredible. Um, I hope that it comes back in its entirety in the future. But it's going to get my vote.
0: And Festival of the Lion King does pick up its third vote, moving it on to the round of 16. But we do still need to hear from
3: Mike and Joel. So, Mike... So I'm really glad that uh, Animation Experience got its due a little bit and got to move past that first round because I really do think it's very cool to get to see that side of how the you know the Disney <clears throat> Animation Experience works. Uh, but that said, I agree with everybody before me. I just think Festival of the Lion King is such an amazing show to see, and it's it's one of those things that I think you have to do as part of any complete Animal Kingdom experience. So I am also giving it my vote.
0: All right, and another vote for Festival of the
5: Lion King, and we are over to Joel. I typically always go hands down with the live performers. I love the shows of that, like the Festival of Lion King or like Finding Nemo the musical, that kind of stuff. Uh, Steven said a lot of things that rang with me about, uh, you know, the the fact that when I was a kid, art was uh, was a big part of that. And hey, as a cheap parent, uh, the advantage of the animation experience is that you can take a free souvenir home with all your kids. Just having them draw that and, and uh, throw that in your backpack, take that home as an experience that they can remember for the rest of their lives. Uh, so I'm not going to puss out like Steven. I'm going to go ahead and vote for animation experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, an animation experience does pick
0: up a sympathy vote. But Festival of the Lion King will be moving on with the 4 to 1 lead. Our next matchup is the 6 seed of Cali River Rapids versus the 3 seed of the Kilimanjaro Safari. Our, Where are we at? Uh, all right, our next uh, person up is Nikki.
2: I mean, yeah, this is no shocker for anyone. I don't like water rides, so I'm not going to vote for Cali River Rapids. Um, I think Kilimanjaro Safari is, I mean, it is the Animal Kingdom ride. I mean, it you see the animals. I mean, it really is like going on an African safari. Um, they need to get a hold on their ostriches. <laughs> but other than that, it's great. And I really, I've never been able to stay at, like, the, the hotel in the Animal Kingdom where you can kind of look out there. I, I'd love to do that. Um, it just, its I, to me, you're not experiencing the Animal Kingdom unless you go see some animals. So I have to go with uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris.
0: And the Kilimanjaro Safari picks up its first vote. Marissa?
4: Yeah, I also am not a fan of the water rides. Um I don't want to be walking around the park all day soaked and chafing and squishy socks and whatnot. Um, We have had the um, chance and the opportunity to stay at the Animal Kingdom Lodge at Kidani Village, and it was absolutely incredible. Um, I've told the kids it's an experience they'll never get to have again because it's way too expensive. (laughs) Um, But that being said you do not get as close to the animals as you think you would. Um, on the safari, I mean, there are times when the animal is right there, like right at your window as you're passing by or you have to be stopped because there's a herd of, of the, uh, the, Ankole cattle in the way and you can't get past them. Um, and the draft just wanders up to you. It, it's always different. It's always incredible. Um, and you see copy, and those are so cool. Animal Kingdom gets my vote, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kilimanjaro Safari gets my vote.
0: Well, if the Freudian slip didn't lead to anything, Kilimanjaro Safari picks up its second vote.
3: Mike? I, too, would like to cast my vote for the entire theme park.
4: <laughs> the whole park.
3: The whole park. You know, I actually really like uh, water rides, even if, as as has been discussed, I don't necessarily love the aftermath of the squishy shoes and everything. The water rides themselves are always great. But here's the thing with the Cali River Rapids. It's not dissimilar enough from the kind of water ride that you can get at a lot of parks to to really make it be like a go-to when you're at Animal Kingdom, whereas the Kilimanjaro Safari is such a unique and fun experience and it is i think someone said it last time it might have been me i don't remember i was drinking uh it is to me synonymous with animal kingdom that's just what i think of when i think of this park this is hands down kilimanjaro safari give it my vote
0: and kilimanjaro picks up its third vote joel
5: as much as those Ancoli cows are just complete assholes with their giant horns, just blocking the tram forever. <laughs> uh, I, I still, I still think, you know, when you think Epcot, you think spaceship earth, when you think, uh, uh you know, Hollywood studios, you think tower of terror. And I think, uh, pre flight of passage when you think animal kingdom, you think Kilimanjaro safari. So, uh, I got to agree with this one and let it sweep. And Kilimanjaro
0: does pick up another vote. But we still need to hear from
1: Steven. Yeah, apparently I'm just not water ride averse like the bulk of our panelists. I don't have a real problem because so I don't think you get that wet. You just, you know, don't leave your feet on the floor and you're fine. Because uh, Kilimanjaro or the Kali River Rapids, it doesn't have like a waterfall or anything for you to go under, at least not an intense one. But yeah, we've, we've said it. The Kilimanjaro Safaris is the amazing experience. It is the most re rideable able ride probably at any of the Disney rides because the animals are going to be different every time. You know, it's like Ian Malcolm said, it's the theory of the essence of chaos. You're put in there. The animals are literally roaming free. You're on a literal gas-powered vehicle. You're not on a track, so you can kind of maneuver a little bit, but you got to stay on the dirt path. It is a really good simulation of an actual experience out there in the African Savannah. It's incredible. I look forward to it every time. I ride it as many times as I can every time. Cali River Rapids, it's got to be the right temperature for me to go on it. Um, But I'll ride rain, shine, heat, not snow because it's Florida. But whatever, I'm going to ride Kilimanjaro Safari. Kilimanjaro Safari.
0: And Kilimanjaro Safari picks up the first suite in the Animal Kingdom region as we move on to our final decision. We've got the seven seed of Dinosaur up against the two seed of Expedition Everest. Up first is Marissa.
4: Ooh, fun. Okay. Um, dinosaur is a fine ride. I think it needs rethemed. I think all of Dinoland USA needs completely scrapped and rethemed. Um, is just, it's a sad, dying land. Um, just please put money towards it somewhere, somehow. Um, whereas Expedition Everest is fun. Yeah, the Yeti doesn't work, but that doesn't take away from the ride experience. Expedition Everest is going to get my vote.
0: And Expedition Everest picks up the first vote in this matchup. Mike?
3: You know, yeah, Dinosaur is an okay ride, but uh, to me, it just smacks of we didn't have the rights to Jurassic Park, so let's make a ride that kind of recalls that, but is sort of our own thing. I, I, dinosaurs are cool though so that, that is not taking anything away from that but it's not a ride that i'm gonna seek out when i go to animal kingdom expedition everest absolutely is that i think it is a fantastic ride and i frankly i just i don't know if it's just that it's been too long since i've been on it or uh it's only been like two years but uh that I've, or just that I'm so much into the ride that I hadn't even noticed the Yeti doesn't work anymore. I just think it's a great ride. Uh, and I don't think that detracts from the experience at all, uh, even if it is the case, because it's just so much fun. Uh, so I'm absolutely giving my vote to Expedition Everest.
5: And Expedition Everest picks up its second vote. Joel, Mike, you took the Jurassic words right out of my mouth with that one. I, uh, you know, for, for, as much as you know the the broken yeti and all that kind of stuff with that uh i actually found out that it was broken because my daughter was excitedly looking for the disco yeti uh apparently so broken that they put a strobe light in front of it to mask it a little bit and uh and so now that's kind of become a uh almost a pop culture kind of a thing that people look for and stuff uh, and I think that speaks a little bit to how good the ride is. Uh, I'm going to go with Expedition Everest. And Expedition Everest does pick up its
0: decisive third vote moving it on. But let's hear from Steven and Nikki. Stephen?
1: Okay, I'm a little weird here. I absolutely love the dinosaur ride. It is my favorite dark ride at Disney. I I love how jostly it is. I love how bumpy it is. Yes, I know it's the exact same ride as the Indiana Jones ride, and they just put dinosaurs in it. I don't care. Dinosaurs are fucking awesome. The movie it's based on, not the best movie, but I don't care because dinosaurs are still fucking awesome. I think it's a great use of that ride, or that space. Um, I I, I really, really enjoy it. It's one that I go back to again and again. It's to the point in my household when you're looking for something and somebody like says, is this what you're looking for? And they pick up the wrong thing. The response here is not our dino. That's what we say because I love that ride. Uh, Yeah. Expedition Everest, incredible coaster. Objectively the better ride. If this was a two, two tide came down to me by all rights. I would pick Expedition Everest because yeah, objectively it's a great ride, but the dinosaur has a special place in my heart. I love it. I think it's tremendous. I think the design of the dinosaurs is great. They're genuinely terrifying and identifiable as the species they are, although none of them are feathered, even though most of them should have feathers. Doesn't matter. I'm going to vote for dinosaur here.
0: And dinosaur picks up its first sympathy vote.
1: Nikki?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why... I mean, cause I loved the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. It's one of my favorites. And, and, you know, I, I grew up mostly in Southern California. So I went to Disney growing up. I went to Disneyland more than Disney world. Now I've been to Disney world more times. Um, but I, I loved the Indiana Jones ride, but for some reason I just didn't connect with the dinosaur ride. And I do love dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are cool, but it just, I don't know. I've been on it once or twice and I just, it was fine. Um, Expedition Everest, I haven't been on it in a long time, so I don't know about the broken Yeti. That's kind of news to me. Um, I remember the first time I went on it, I loved the Yeti. I thought it was so cool. I thought that was like, I mean, honestly, Expedition Everest is probably my favorite coaster in Disney World. I love Expedition Everest. I think it's so fun. So I'm giving it my vote.
0: And Expedition Everest picks up its fourth vote, moving it on to the Sweet Sixteen. We have finalized our Sweet Sixteen. The last eight that are moving on will be Rise of the Resistance versus the Tower of Terror. Then we'll have the Rock and Roller Coaster versus the Toy Story Midway Mania. After that, moving over to Animal Kingdom, we'll have Avatar Flight of Passage versus the Festival of the Lion King. And wrapping up our Sweet Sixteen, we'll have the Kilimanjaro Safari versus Expedition Everest. Just like that, we have wrapped up our round of 32. We have our Sweet 16 in the books. And you'll have to check that out on the next episode. But if you like what we're doing here, and you want to help support what we're doing, please feel free to join us over at Patreon. uh, Patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B. Uh, That is us and our sister show, Pub Trivia Experience, and Boozy Bracketology. Uh, over there, we've got all sorts of bonus bonus content. We've got bonus trivia, uh, bonus episodes, as well as our new show, Boozy Revisited, where we go over all the bad decisions, tough decisions, and all the other things that come along with doing a month-long of shows that are all in the March Madness style. Uh, lots of things happen that we really don't have time to touch on until we come back and look back at it. Um, so join us over there if you feel like helping us, supporting us out. Uh, We'd love to chat with you, hang out with you, and give you all the bonus content that we can. Uh, And as always, you can find us on social media everywhere at Boozy Bracketology, uh, except Twitter, where we are still Boozy Brackets. Uh, Twitter hates us. That's what it comes down to. They they just don't love us. But if you do love us, join us over on our Facebook group, The Lounge, fans of pub trivia experience in Boozy Bracketology. Uh, we're always on there, we're always interacting, uh, we'd love to talk to you, Feel talk to you how you feel about the uh, decisions we've made on Boozy Bracketology, or if you like what we're doing over at Pub Trivia Experience, we'd love to talk about that. But for Boozy Bracketology, I have been your host, Jeff. I've been Steven.
2: Nikki. Marissa.
3: I'm Mike.
0: I'm drunk. I mean, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> And we thank you all for joining us, and we will see you on the next show. Bye.
4: (gasps) There it is. We got a real one. There it is.